I'm Daniel, the Past Life Regressionist, and it's time to begin. This is Timeless Spirituality. Hey everyone, welcome back to Time of Spirituality. Just want to remind you guys that I have a workshop coming up that I will be co-hosting with today's guest, Gabriella Alziari. It's going to be about connecting with your intuition and spirit guides, and we're also going to do a little past life regression quantum healing exercise in there. So the information will be in the show notes. It's October 8th at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. 12 p.m. Pacific time, and that will be on Zoom. So yeah, we hope to see you guys there. And with regards to today's episode, it's it's a fun one. It's a laid-back, fun conversation between Gabriella and myself. And I think this still toes the line of, of having the fun ones come out now because Season four, guys, it's shaping up to be something else. It's, I, I'm excited for where it's going. It's, it, it's definitely a different direction. It's, it's just, it's something else. And it's not going to be quite as lighthearted as the show has been. So don't worry. Season five will probably get back to that tone of more lighthearted after season four, but I am really excited for how season four is shaping up. It's, it's, it's something else. I know I'm, I'm like a broken record there, but it's really something else and I'm really proud of it. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode today. Just have fun with it. There is, there's a lot of substance in here, but it's just fun. So yeah, can't wait to see you guys for the next episode and Remember, if you like the show, please go ahead and like and subscribe. You can even leave a review if you want. Be much appreciated. And with all of that said, if you would like to book a regression with me to discover who and where you have been throughout time, you can reach me on Instagram at the Past Life Regressionist or my website, thepastliferegressionist.com. And now, it's time to begin. Gabriella, welcome back to the show. How are you doing today? I am doing very well. Thank you for having me again. You're very welcome. At this point, as we're recording this in August of 2023, you now hold the record for most single appearances on the show. So, Woohoo! I thought yeah. that I might. Oh, that's amazing. I'm excited. I'm happy that it's you. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything quick and witty to say there, so hey, not that too. I needed to. Maybe just no. the nice no, sentiment no. was enough. I don't know. I'm I'm still learning. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, who is Gabrielle? Let's just refresh everyone's memory. Yes. So, hi everyone. I'm Gabriella. I work with your team in spirit, what is known as your spirit guides. 
and I am a channeler, so I can communicate with your spirit guides, and we do this to help you understand your life purpose, and then any loving messages that they wish to impart, and I also do coaching on your life purpose, and Reiki, so I do all different types of healing, and I have been doing this work for a very long time. I actually started Reiki almost 10 years ago, which is crazy, and tarot three years ago, and I have been full-time in my business for now almost officially one year. I think in four days it will be one year, so that's very exciting. Yay! Yay, yay, yay. I met Gabriella when she was in the corporate world. Yeah, probably my vibration looked a little bit different, but that's okay. I was still committed to this work. I thought you were cool. Thanks. You get yeah. good vibes. Yeah. No, it was great. Both ways are great. I'm still really happy. So, yeah, even happier than before, which is a good thing. <laughs> I have a question. You brought up there that part of your work is delivering loving messages from spirit guides. Yeah. Do they ever have any messages that that aren't loving? They're not loving. Yes, actually, you'd be surprised because spirit guides just offer a reality check. They're not always interested in telling you what you want to hear. They're usually interested in telling you what you need to hear. And one thing that I find a lot is spirit guides just want to align people to their life's purpose or whatever that mission is that they signed up for before they came to Earth as fast as possible. So spirit guides will often say something that that person is not quite clear on how to achieve it yet in this lifetime. And that's okay. But I understand it because when I was young, I had a feeling I was going to be a healer, but I, I was in the corporate world for a really long time. And I had some readers tell me, oh, you're going to be a healer. And I just thought, well, I don't know how that's going to happen. So I ignored it. But yeah, spirit guides, they give you a reality check. So it may not necessarily be a fluff reading or session with you then. No, no, it hardly ever is. Sometimes they're very, um, they'll lay down the hammer for sure. Yeah, but also that's why it's good to have you in the middle there because you probably smooth it over. Yes. They could be saying, tell that little, you know, fill in the blank, <laughs> the thing you do this. And then Gabrielle comes in. They say that you need to put a little more focus in this area. Yeah. Well, that's true. And I have been grateful that I have a background in coaching and that I was doing specifically like leadership and executive coaching in the past because you do have to deliver messages in a way that is better for the person receiving it. So yes, I'm kind of like an intermediary. I have to understand what they're saying, translate and share and also be quite intentional with my vocabulary and the advice but i do tell them it's not my advice it's your spirit guide's advice be mindful of that and i'm just here to help you receive it and put it into practice if you choose has there ever been a session where you've had to stick your hand in a jar of mayonnaise and slap someone in the face because they weren't getting the message no not yet thankfully it's funny i I do believe that people only receive a message when they're ready for it, whether it be like spiritually or emotionally. And so even if they receive some advice that they don't love, they're still ready to hear it usually. But I have had people who 
they are not upset, but they're like, why are they saying that? Or why won't they give me more information? And I'm like, well, that's all they're giving me right now. Sorry. It's not like you can't have a get out of jail free card for everything, right? So spirit guides will only tell you what you are allowed to hear at this moment in your life. Does anyone notice how she just completely glossed over what I said and just rolled with it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, because no, nobody's ever been super crazy. But yeah, there you go. That's my that's my messaging. Why would you ever have to stick your hand in a jar of mayonnaise and slap someone in the face (laughs) during a session? I have no idea. I was trying to think. I was like, why mayonnaise? It's like I've heard of a cookie jar, but I can't think of why that would be. Well, I'm a big fan of the food analogies and or food analogies, metaphors. I don't know what's correct there. But yeah. with, with a cookie jar, if you stick your hand in a cookie jar, you're not bringing cookies back with you necessarily. But if you stick your hand in a mayonnaise jar, then there's a higher probability that you're just going to come out with globs of mayonnaise on your hand. It was either that or like shea butter or something like that or, butter. or even coconut oil. But <laughs> I don't know, right. just the visual of mayonnaise, they're just connecting with someone's face with a message from a spirit guide is just amazing to me. Yeah, they would be very shocked. That's what it sounds like. Shocked, surprised, and potentially kind of sticky. <laughs> right. And uh, I'm just picturing it. It's, 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 you know, just it's some girl going through a Saturn return, or sorry, some woman going through a Saturn yeah. return at the moment, and then she gets home from the from the reading with you and, and her boyfriend or husband is there. What's in your hair? <laughs> she says, oh, well, no. Gabriella stuck her hand in a jar of mayonnaise and slapped me in the face. She said it was for my spirit I guides. Never. I would never. I would never. But spirit guides do say interesting things. I will give you that for sure. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> she just rolled with it. See that, everyone? See, now this is the kind of person you want delivering those harsh messages to you. She just completely rolled with the mayonnaise thing. I just keep going. Whatever you give me, I'm just going to go with it. She yep. keeps going with it. That, keep I mean, on that's, rolling. That's poetry right there. Well, I love poetry. I used to be a poet, or I still am a poet, remember? Yeah, you did a book, right? Yeah, I have two books. They're on Amazon, both of them. And the first is called Healing, and the second is called Blooming. And I loved them. I actually wrote those books when I was on bus rides, like to and from Virginia and um, New York. I would have to travel a lot for work. And I just wrote the books, the entire bus rides. So yeah, it was beautiful. I love poetry. It's a great way to connect to your intuition, actually. Is there a third poetry book in the works? You know, I actually have it on my computer, but I haven't looked at it in a while. I just haven't found the motivation to do so, but I know that it will come to life. And I have another book that I want to share too, which is literally just like channeled messages from spirit, just divided into different sections based on the topic. And that I decided to start literally two days ago, but it's like a collection of a bunch of Instagram posts and blogs and journal entries that I've been writing for years, which are all from spirit. So it makes it easier for me as the author. Do you have to give spirit credit for that? Yeah, I try to. I try to. Do they care about credit? Not really. Depends which spirit guide you're connecting with, but not that much. A lot of them just care that the messages are out there. Which ones care about the credit? 
<laughs> the ones that are uh have more of a personality just like humans they all have a personality sometimes they can be boisterous come on come on gabriella you gotta you gotta give us more to that if you're gonna <laughs> well it depends everybody has a different team and spirit some have like six spirit guides some have like up to 12 and how I receive the message is I don't always like visually see their spirit guides. Sometimes I just hear them or I just know what the message is. And I also am clairvoyant. So like I'll see in my mind's eye, they'll show me images. And I spend so much time trying to deconstruct what they're saying with the images. I'm not even that focused on the spirit guide. But once in a while, the spirit guide will have like a real personality, like they'll swear or they'll be really boisterous or they'll think that they're just amazing. And those are the ones where I'm like, I can't believe that they're saying that. And it makes me laugh, but that's okay. What's the most absurd thing you've heard a spirit guide say? Well, I don't know if it's really that absurd, but usually their analogies are very strange. Like sometimes instead of saying a message, they'll just start singing a song or something like that. Like today I was channeling for someone and she asked a question about how her health can improve. And they started singing tale as old as time from beauty and the beast. I was like, sorry, I don't know what that means. Like, I don't even know if that's appropriate to share, but I started laughing. I was just like, okay, your spirit guides are weird. And yeah, sometimes they'll tell people like quit your job or why are you still seeing that person? Like things like that. They'll they'll just go for it. So nothing with mayonnaise? <laughs> nothing with mayonnaise yet? Yet. Who knows? Maybe that was my spirit guide channeling through me saying, "Bring up the mayonnaise." <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I was going to say that's probably specific to you. Maybe your spirit guides want you to have a passion for mayonnaise or cooking, generally. Yeah, I mean, not like complex cooking, but <laughs> a la carte stuff. Yeah, I'm down with that. If it doesn't take me more than 10 minutes to prepare. I'm the same, to be honest. But yeah, maybe you should um, make sushi. That's what they're showing me right now. Sushi? Your spirit guides. Yeah, sushi. Yeah. That's That seems elaborate. I think it can be. There are some very simple ones, though. If you do like just avocado rolls, you could try that. Maybe they want me to be more adventurous because I'm not a big fan of sushi. Really? Avocado. Yeah. Oh. I'm very vanilla. Okay. Fair enough. Well, I like I my don't know. pizza cheese. Yeah. Me too, actually. But they were specifically showing me sushi just now as you were talking. So maybe they want you to open your mind and heart to sushi. I eat tuna, can't a canned tuna. Okay, yeah, but they're like that's not it. That's what that's they said. So, okay, so sushi. Okay, thanks guys. That's the best you can give me sushi. All right, that's moving funny, on. Funny, right? See, they just come up with stuff like that. That's why people are like, thanks, spirit guides. But no, sometimes, most often, they will say something profound and helpful. But sometimes they just say things, and it's like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, sushi could mean nothing to me now, but right. Ten years from now, I can Just remember wait. this day. Oh, sushi! That's what they meant. Oh, right. sushi! Yeah, yeah. 
sometimes things that are channeled happen like two to three years later. It's crazy. I've had a lot of my clients come back to me and say, whoa, something you told me way long ago just happened. It's good for the ego, isn't it? <laughs> well, it's good. It's good confirmation. And it's good to feel like, oh, okay, whatever that message was, I wasn't crazy. Because here I am as the intermediate, I have to decode and I have to do my best. And sometimes I'm like, did I get that right? But more often than not, you know, it's just whatever comes through in the moment, you have to trust it and you have to keep going with it. So everyone listening right now, you see why we work well together? Because it's like yin and yang for our workshops. <laughs> Although I'm much... <laughs> I'm much more tame in the workshops because I, I come like, all right, let's right. do this. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm not talking about mayonnaise and, and, no. and tuna and, and stuff right. like that. <laughs> yeah, no, no. You come with a a specific healing purpose. But yeah, yeah that's okay. Yeah, that's why we work well together. I know. <laughs> we do, actually. We do. And we're both wearing green in case the listeners are wondering. Oh, yeah. Ooh, this is fun. <laughs> I'm yeah. like thoroughly impressed that you rolled with it for the for the mayonnaise thing. Like you did not skip a beat. Well, yeah, because it doesn't shock me at all. I mean, also, you have to keep in mind, I hear so many people's stories and situations all day, every day. So literally nothing at this point will surprise me. Not really. As I try to think of something to surprise her. <laughs> I know. I was like, you like, could get up on your desk and start like screaming. <laughs> I don't know, put like a crazy costume on. But other than that, I probably wouldn't be that surprised. Uh oh. <laughs> he has <laughs> he has a look of mischief on his face. I'm trying to think what I can get away with. <laughs> right on your own podcast. I don't know. <laughs> no idea. I was Genghis Khan in a past life. True or false? You were? Mm. Well, we can say true for your ego. What? For my ego? Why would I want to be <laughs> Genghis Khan? I have no idea. Because famous, famous, well-known figure. No, I actually was going to say false. But what's the answer? I'm glad you think that highly of me. <laughs> that I would just be like, yeah, any, any random person who's famous yeah I'm, I'm down with that doesn't matter how horrific the act i know i know well yeah that's true but that that's like a running joke right with past lives everyone's like oh how is it possible that everyone was a king or a queen or a ruler or something like that it's like a running joke yeah and cleopatra and Cleopatra, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I had an interesting session actually recently. It was What's a meditation. And I kept seeing myself as King Tut in Egypt, which is really cool. But, you know, there's always a part of you that's like, what? And then when I came out of it, I was like, wow. And they were not even saying King Tut. They were saying Tutankhamun, like the full name, which is not something that I would colloquially pick up. And that was very interesting. So who knows? So it's like, did you look up the name after and then? Yeah, I did because I wanted to verify. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, that is what I heard and saw. And I was actually hearing it the whole time. Like it was just in the background. It was like a voice. 
and it was weird it wasn't like I was doing anything it was a very strange image this was not like a specific past life regression it was more just like deep meditation where I was guided to go to Egypt and I kind of looked like myself for a second but then I walked over to this pyramid and once I entered the pyramid there were it was like a burial chamber like they had all of these buried rulers and then I went to my body apparently and I was looking down over my body and then I kept hearing Tutankhamun 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 and I was like here I am I was a benevolent ruler like all this stuff I mean who knows right that's what my voice was saying in my head at the time and it was just the most interesting thing because when I came out of that guided meditation I had seen some hieroglyphics and I actually drew them on a piece of paper and weirdly, that same night, I picked up a book and I opened it and it was like an Egyptian temple and they had the same hieroglyphics that I had drawn. So it was just a very cool and bizarre experience. Why do you think you saw that? I think I saw it for a couple of reasons. One is because it clarified for me some of the work I do with other healers here in San Diego there's like a big aspect of like community healing and it just clarified like yes you're in it together there is a higher mission and purpose here secondly those this word benevolent came up mm-hmm. like this idea of not you don't do it for your ego like you do it for others you do it with selflessness and that was what the meditation was showing me and then i just kept hearing trust and continue Cause I think I went into this meditation asking for some clarity, like, am I doing the right thing kind of thing? And all it said was trust and continue. So I, I was like, okay, I will. <laughs> it was Were cool. there any parallels between you and King Tut? I don't know. I would need to like seriously research it. I mean, for me to feel like, oh, I parallel King Tut, you know, it seems like such a big claim, but maybe who knows? Look, someone had to be King Tut. Right. No, I know. Right, even with the Cleopatra. Right. I know there are a lot of people who say that they were Cleopatra, but in my eyes, someone had to be. Granted, that person may not be here right now because of, you know, linear time and all that shit of them just not incarnating at the time, but someone was Cleopatra. Or there's always that, or sorry, there's always that potential that there were multiple people who were Cleopatra because there's the fragments right. of the soul and so yeah i'm like why not well, why couldn't you have been king tut that's almost what i felt to be honest was more of the seconds like i felt it was almost as if the consciousness of king tut had fragmented and i was like a piece of that fragment and i've taken like a piece of his consciousness into my waking existence that's cool <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty cool. I might as well take Mother Teresa and the Dalai Lama and Gandhi and everyone else as well. But yeah, I mean, I do think that that's possible. It does feel to me like every spirit leaves like an imprint of their consciousness somehow. I don't know in which realm, but that's why we can have full-blown conversations with spirit guides, I guess. Well, what do you mean by that? Because of the part of themselves that still exists wherever they are. Yeah. So I've heard that. I know that the world is apparently constructed 
in a plane, which we call the 3D colloquially, but then there are different planes and it goes all the way up. And I know there's a part of my higher self, which is still above me, which is not present here on earth. It's almost like watching over me. And I think that's perhaps the part of me that planned my life as Gabriella, mm -hmm. like the, the eternal the soul. Yes, exactly. So I guess when you're a spirit guide, you've already, I, I know that spirit guides were once humans and then they've incarnated and now they're watching over to help humans go through a similar lesson or challenge that they went through. So yeah, I guess their consciousness is very much intact in the same way that it was when they're a human. It's just wiser and bigger than before because now they have all their wisdom in one place, not two. What about the spirit guide for the first human? Oh my gosh. <laughs> what kind of question is that? The spirit guide for the first human, that was probably great spirit or God, as some people call that spirit guide. Who knows? I'm just, now I'm thinking about the rib. What do you think? <laughs> right. Who oh. knows? We don't know. Well, I, I mean... I don't, I, I, I don't know. I guess, well, you know more about spirit guides than I do. So, yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm operating under the belief that, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they were humans before. Maybe they weren't. Maybe yeah. they were dogs before. Maybe they, they weren't. Maybe they're humans from the future who have come back in a linear time sense. Maybe they weren't. Mm -hmm. Maybe they were aliens somewhere else. Maybe they weren't. Could yeah. be anything. Yeah. So, I guess that's why I asked about the first human, because I think what you said was that they they had incarnated as humans before, yeah. So and then worked their way to spirit guide, or then became spirit guide. So I'm like, well, what about the first human? If maybe the first human didn't have one, that would be so. Well, that sad. was been pretty lonely, yeah. <laughs> Just no other <laughs> humans, knows? and I mean, granted, that then brings in the whole question about right evolution and exactly or creationism creation right exactly i mean i seriously don't know it's almost like the more that you learn the less you know well do you think that animals have spirit guides do i think animals have spirit guides um maybe am i seriously it, the first person to ask you that question yeah you are holy shit i i've never even thought about that honestly ever whoa yeah, ever. I have channeled for animals. Like I can tap into animals and see what they're thinking, generally speaking. Mayonnaise. But I have no idea. Not mayonnaise. I have no idea if they have spirit guides. I mean, I guess all beings are sentient beings. So it would make sense that they have a soul, which we know, or at least we assume. And. I guess they must have guidance just like us, but I don't know if they have the same type of spirit guides. Maybe they have animal spirit guides. I know animal called... spirit guides exist. Maybe they're called woofers. It could be called anything. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. I was just thinking about it. I was like, do I think that my old cat who I had for like three years, did she have a spirit guide? I guess they have protectors in the spiritual realm. I don't know if it's the same thing as a spirit guide because maybe they don't get as much advice, like clear advice that some humans get. Or maybe they're in, in constant contact with their guides with 
with no interruption. Not like us where we're like, oh, it's pesky fly or tickle that I have in my ear. Right. When they're like, yeah, let's just do this. It's like the expression that I've heard before that really bothers me that a dog doesn't know that it's a dog. Oh. Mm. I I can't stand that expression. Really? Because Why? how the fuck do we know that a dog doesn't know that it's a dog? Yeah, that's a good point. Exactly. How do we know that a dog isn't doing you know, quantum physics in its head when it's licking its fingers? <laughs> right. No, we don't. We don't. I mean, animals certainly have a wisdom. They also have a presence that humans don't have. Um, I mean, it's very interesting channeling for animals. I will say, especially dogs, their thoughts are way more happy and spaced out and just like one thing to the next, but they do it with so much happiness. Like I've never tapped into a dog and felt immense grief unless it was sick physically. So like, what are some of those things that dogs are thinking about? It's literally what you would expect. Like, it's like, toy ball pool wow the pool is pretty Ooh, i want to jump in the pool wow i like the pants that my owner is wearing today those are a nice color i want food or like i like being on astroturf more than grass it's gotten that specific before that's a good business you're running over there gabriella (laughs) (laughs) it's interesting it's so interesting and the funny thing is like when I channel for animals, kind of I though. see everything through their perspective. Yeah. People love knowing what their pets think. They love it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Uh, Clucky doesn't like like that that dress that you're wearing. <laughs> wo- woofy, woofy, not Clucky. Woofy. Woofy. I was going to say Clucky. Well, a lot of owners... Or human companions. It's probably a better better language to use if we're talking about animal channeling. They are very interested to know what food their animals like. And often the animals will say, I don't like it if it's wet. Or I prefer it this way. And the humans will change it and they like it better. So that's so funny. Look, I believe it. Yeah, I mean, totally. And why wouldn't you want to know what kind of food your animal likes? Because they're yeah, completely reliant upon you. They can't say to you, oh, go get me the grape coupon. Right. They gotta, you got to know that they like the grape. Why am I using condiments today? I have no idea. I have no idea. But yeah, I channeled for a dog one time and he was like, I miss the turkey. And his owner started laughing and she was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that he said that because about three weeks ago, I stopped giving him turkey and I've only been giving him like chicken and beef. And she was like, okay, I'll give him turkey again. (laughs) What do they do when they're not happy? Well, they think about some things. It's just that their thoughts are so much more present. Like they don't seem to get into really deep conversations with themselves, like how humans do. They think, oh, I like this plushy bed, or it's time to groom myself, or I want to go outside, or the sun looks really pretty through the window. It's like very very peaceful thoughts. It's not like, why do I exist? It's very different. All right. Well, and it was a long shot that they were doing quantum physics in their head, and I guess by extension, asking existential questions. We don't know, but I guess we do know now what a dog thinks. But I guess that brings you back to the original thing that really irks me. 
does a dog know that it's a dog? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like they kind of know, but not 100%. Well, if you were to say that they didn't know, I wouldn't be upset with you. It just that statement that a dog doesn't know that's a dog that upsets me because it's an absolute statement yeah of course and yeah. also was that coming from someone who talks to animals probably not no of course not i'm yeah. sure it wasn't so don't that's worry funny. you're not walking on eggshells here it's okay you can be honest <laughs> no i know but i was just thinking like does a human know that it's a human actually because it's all just definitions right like to some other planet somewhere we could be something completely different I don't know. I always think of humans like ants. Like ants think that they're amazing and they create these huge ant holes and structures and they have these huge communities together and they just think that they're ruling the world. But to us, they're tiny. And I think that's what humans are as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm down with that. I concur. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows what our animals are thinking? But yeah, they definitely have like an instinct, which humans have too, but less uh less philosophical thoughts is my conclusion can you channel any animal or is it only specific animals i have to tap into the specific animal's consciousness so i couldn't just like channel a completely random animal if like you weren't holding the intention to do it like let's just say i want to randomly channel for a sheep in England it would be really hard for me to do that because it's almost like sending a telephone line out you have to like dial a direct number that's the best way I can describe it so when the animal has a name a home a companion in human form <laughs> being very careful not say owner you know owner is suggesting human is better than animal but a companion in human form and all of that then it's easier because it's like we're direct dialing that animal's consciousness. So if you knew the specific sheep that you were looking for in England. Yes. Uh -huh. Then it would be doable. Yes. Uh -huh. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. The more specific, the better. Uh-huh. Because otherwise it's like, oh yeah, you can give me a zoo, but I'll just get lost in all the different stimuli. Like it's easier to see the energy overall than to tap into something specific. But it's the same with humans really and spirit guides and all of the above. So does that mean you can also connect with animals after they've departed the 3D realm? Yeah, 100%. Mm -hmm. It's almost easier sometimes. And the types of things that they say, are they still talking about AstroTurf and Turkey? and? Yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, animals have unconditional love. That's the beautiful thing. They're kind of nicer than humans in a lot of ways because usually they're just like i love you thank you for a beautiful life on earth they're very grateful it's it's a lot more gratitude than an average human who has passed over to be honest hmm. so i mean i asked that question also because it almost seems like the consciousness stays intact I think when you're does. communicating with them on the other side so if they weren't doing astrophysics on earth then then they're they're not going to over there they're going to be doing their thing and watching over their companion person yeah and i think so yeah yeah i love how we got to get pc with that <laughs> human companion 
Yeah. Yeah, we got to get PC with it. Yeah. Also, the insinuation that an owner is better. Because I, I can think of a lot of times in, in human history when that probably hasn't been the case. They may have had well, more power, but. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, there's this uh, animal Reiki modality. And the premise that they go by is who are humans to think that they own animals? Mm -hmm. Like all we have to do is ask the animal for permission to send healing and the animal will tell us and guide us. It's not so complicated like how with humans we work on like specific chakras. Like, yes, there are chakras for animals too, but usually the animal is the one that's its consciousness is like guiding us. But yeah, the biggest thing is the animal is the one in control, not you, not even as a healer. You're just offering what the animal is ready to receive. So I thought that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, the, the possession there is also interesting because mm -hmm. it makes me think about, you know, I, I don't have any dogs right now. But if I were to say my dog, I feel like the mm -hmm. inverse would be the dog would be thinking, oh, that's my human. Yeah, I think dogs do think that way, honestly. Yeah, so, so it's a different kind of possession. It's like a relationship, you know, but yes, it, it is. I think uh, I do think that animals feel a responsibility for their humans in the same way that most hopefully humans feel a responsibility for their animals. It's like a symbiotic relationship. It's very cute. Yeah. So. We had no idea where we were going to go with this conversation today. Somehow we end up talking about animals, and I this know. is awesome. Anything yeah. else we should we should dive into? Any other thoughts coming to your mind? Any uh, other whispers in your ear? Not particularly. I felt like you were going to say something profound there. I'm going to shut I up was, now. I was just going to say, we know so little about our universe, but the cool thing is that we have the opportunity to delve into this work with spirit guides and angels and light beings and animals. And really at the end of the day, it's like everything has a consciousness. I think it's just that the level of consciousness is different. So like a spirit guide has a higher level of consciousness than a human on earth, just because of where they are in the ether somewhere. And who knows about animals, but I think specific animals I've been told by spirit, especially dogs, horses, and cows have very high consciousness and also pigs, apparently. So they, they would have more of a consciousness than like a chicken or like a fish, for example. But at the same time, who am I to judge? That is just what I've received as spiritual information. So yeah, it's pretty cool. What is more constitute? The only way I can describe it is when you're tapping in energetically, it feels like they have like a bigger energy, which has more wisdom and more knowledge, kind of in the same way that some humans have more brain power than others. Mm -hmm. And I think it is from maybe having more lifetimes. Yeah. I mean, that just really calls into question. Is there a, is there an evolutionary reincarnation cycle for animals that you go from something to something to something and work your way up to a cow a pig a dog or what was the final one a horse a horse yeah i think so i do think so i could see that with horses and dogs oh yeah i mean i haven't in interacted with enough cows or pigs to they're so smart all of them 
they're really smart. But yeah, I'm not sure if it's so much the type of animal as it just is the level of consciousness. Like I can assume there are definitely some very conscious dogs for sure. And some dogs are way more conscious than others. But I do think across the board, if we take a horse as an example, most horses are very sensitive to energy and are very conscious beings. So I guess mm. there is some kind of order. Yeah. Now, does it depend what kind of horse? Or am I getting too specific there? I have no idea. Maybe like a stallion. <laughs> I'm just making it up. I don't know. I mean, horses are amazing, though. They're highly intelligent and highly trainable. And I think they also have a mind of their own. So, yeah, it's great. Just like humans, I guess. Yeah, I'll tell us that one. I think that's a good place for us to end. Talk about horses and consciousness and mayonnaise. Why not? Yeah, it was it was a good way for us to go. We, like, we had no clear direction. It was fun. That's what my whole life is like. I just channel all of it now. You just go with the flow of the energy. Whatever is there in the present moment, there's really no need to plan anything. People get so stuck. She just says it so flawlessly. It's like, yeah, that's just what it is. Yeah, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Simple. Oil and water. <laughs> <laughs> Completely. <laughs> if that's what you wish. Yes, it's beautiful. Vinegar and licorice. I don't like licorice. Well, I don't like vinegar. <laughs> yeah, I only like vinegar in very small amounts. Yeah. Okay, I feel like it's an unresolved musical note now. Well, <laughs> we'll pick that up in your fifth appearance then. So, Gabriella, thank you so much for coming on today. And where can everyone reach you? You can reach me on YouTube, Spirituality with Gabriella. My website is alziari.co, A-L-Z-I-A-R-I dot C-O. And my Instagram is spirituality underscore Gabriella. And yeah, just a reminder for everyone, we do have that workshop coming up on October 8th, 2023. It is on Zoom. And it's at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern. And the details are going to be in the show notes. So, yeah, we just hope to see everyone there. Come so. join us. Yay. Fellow time travelers, your journey through time awaits you. Just want to thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. And if you're interested in discovering who, when, and where you have been throughout time, and you'd like to book a session with me, just go ahead and send me a message on Instagram at the Past Life Regressionist, or you can reach me through my website, yourpastliferegressionist.com. Hey, time traveler. Are you trying to learn your birth chart and you're struggling through all those confusing layers of signs, houses, planets, degrees, aspects? I have a four-level self-paced course that makes this process so much clearer. Hi, I'm Danny. I'm that witch next door. I'm an instructor and mentor for folks like you that are trying to learn all of this trendy new astrological information for themselves and their own lives. Each level of my course is specifically designed to dive deep into the chart and help make sense of all those different parts and pieces. I developed this course to directly improve all the problems that I personally encountered on my journey to learning my own birth chart so that you don't have to. 
All of the information is presented in a way that is digestible and set up to promote the most effective retention and set you up for real success. By the end of our last level, you'll be ready to practice interpreting the transits and the aspects for yourself. You can visit thatwitchnextdoor.com slash astrology for more information and to order yours today. You can also use code time to learn for a 10% discount off of your bundle today. This is my way of saying thank you so much for being part of the Timeless Spirituality community. I enjoy working with all of you so much that listen to me over on That Witch Podcast. So don't forget, if you're struggling to learn your birth chart, you want to finally make sense of all of this, visit thatwitchnextdoor.com slash astrology and use code time to learn for 10% off at checkout. Thank you so much, time traveler. Thank you, Daniel, the past life regressionist. And I'll see you all in class.